lied to you the other day. That's what I do now. I lie. I lie so much, I don't even realize I'm doing it anymore. Oh, Sophie. What lie? I didn't break up with Tyler because I fell out of love with him. I broke up with Tyler because I was never in love with him. That's me, Art. I need you to start making sense. When I was at Point Rock, I met someone. And for the first time, I was happy. Really, really happy. And I want to find that again. Okay. Okay. Then go find him, honey. Go find him. It wasn't a him, Mom. It was a her. it a secret I thought I could have both the version of me that my school and my family could be proud of and the version of me who knew who she was so the good lord didn't make it hard enough on Not enough to be a woman of color. Not enough to, to come from nothing. Not enough to have to prove your damn worth to the world every time you want to be part of it, huh? You got to add this on top of it. I didn't ask for this. Just like I didn't ask for any of those things that each of them make me who I am. Why am I only hearing about it now? Because I didn't want you to look at me the way you're looking at me now. I am so sorry about that, sweetheart. Would you expect disappointment to look like? What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Knights in Gotham Podcast. This is your Batwoman review, uh... Powered by Carefree Black Nerd? I don't know. Uh, this is Brian Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, I am here to uh, give some opinions and hot takes and stuff. And I have with me, like I do every week, my co-host. Sid Davis of uh, the Social Introvert Podcast. Yes, 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 y'all. And uh, right up front, links will be in the show notes. I feel like I'll be waiting too late in the episode <laughs> to say that. So links will be in the show notes for Social Introvert and the rest of my shit and all of that. Use the hashtag KIGPod when listening to this podcast, watching Batwoman Live, Syndication, CW App, CWC, YouTube, wherever. You got opinions, share them with that hashtag KIGPod. All right, man. Um, Batwoman, Season 1, Episode 14, Grinning from Ear to Ear. What you thinking, man? <laughs> What's your thoughts? Um, no, I'm surprised at the gore mm, mm-hmm. they, well, not, I wouldn't say gore but I'm surprised of what they did with this episode involving um, some graphic images yes and, uh, there, there's some there's some bribery going on too man mm. which I was kind of surprised I'm like that's that's some shit we should have been got before but yeah you know I like that yeah 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 same it wasn't bad at all no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. And I think I think I'm liking Batwoman 
and not to compare shows, but I have my gripes, me and Cole Jackson of uh, Gutman Name Podcast. With uh, Black Lightning Matters Podcast, we have our concerns and issues with Season 3 and with how Black Lightning has been since Season 1. With Batwoman, I know this is just the first season, but I do feel like whatever concerns or like issues that might come up about the show, it still feels like a cohesive like project. Um, I'm hoping the sophomore season does not decline. I'm hoping that by the time we end this season, it's still at the like caliber of episode five. God damn it. Uh, but this episode was surprising to me and I'm a full grown adult and this shit was still like, Ooh, Ooh, they, they went there. Um, which I think is, is a testament to the show. I don't know who directed this episode. I didn't look that up, but Ooh, yeah. Um, we get introduced to Dwella, Dwella, Dwella. Yeah, Dwella Dent. Um, yeah, Dwella Dent. So I heard that name and I was like, okay, this is a Hispanic lady. No, this is a white girl. And I didn't realize she was a real character until I got halfway mm-hmm. through and I started Googling. And I was like, ah, okay. Um, yeah. This is the daughter of Joker. Am I? That's what I found. But she got Harvey Dent's last name, so they they call her the Joker daughter. The okay, daughter of Joker, just because of her tendencies, her ways. Okay, okay. This is the niece of Harvey Dent. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes more sense. That's what I was like, man. If this Harvey Dent daughter or whatever, why is she not? Okay, so showing my age, y'all. So I do like. The CGI in this episode, I like how what they did with this. So pretty much we get a conventionally attractive, blonde hair, blue eyed white girl in the mirror dealing with some image issues. Now I'll say this, um, I didn't catch the live tweet. We uh, Some shit happened where I was not aware the episode was airing. So I watched this on the CW app. Well with the CW app, when you start an episode, it plays a commercial first. So when this popped up, I didn't realize the show was on. I was like, what the fuck is this? So she's like, you hear somebody, a woman calling her in the background, and then she's, what is it? It's almost like a poem, a haiku she's talking about. Like, put, I don't know, put makeup on your cheekbones to cut your face and put on eyeshadow to make the boys look. Some, just, it, it was more poetic than that. Uh, that's why I was like, damn, is this a like, don't smoke commercial or something? Yeah, this episode started a little different. Yeah, than and you. That's mm-hmm. what I was like. You know, you you see the previously on Batwoman, or you'll see the Gotham skyline. Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just got to it. Who right to it? So the girl is conventionally attractive. She's a symmetrical face, all that. The uh, the camera does this move where they pan from her front on, and they kind of go around her back to her image her reflection of herself and her face is very much distorted and i think that was a good good way to and i'm not a medical doctor so if i say this wrong i hope y'all get what i'm trying to say if not and you know the right terminology whatever let me know kig pod but like a body dysmorphia thing where like as the audience we see this conventionally attractive thin white girl but then you see her reflects how she sees herself and it's only it's exaggerated it's not even really 
Yeah, I kind of looked at him. I was like, well, damn, I was like, that's... I know women see <laughs> themselves a little different when they take a look in the mirror. Mm. Men too, but it's like... This is a little too over-exaggerated, but I was like, you know what? Look, I'm going to let it ride. Let it ride. I kind of... I like the CGI going. Yeah. Going on. I thought it was dope. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. And, and she hits, uh, hits the mirror, takes a shot, cuts some... Uh, you know how I got these scars in her fucking face? Her mama come in, scares the shit out of... Well, she scares the shit out of her mama. Then Batwoman logo pops up. Um, I I think this was a really good way to start this episode, especially uh, because they didn't give a time. It wasn't like 20 years ago. Like, I just opened up on it. So I... So on the surface, when we find out who she is, of course it may, of course you can see it coming from a mile away. But her backstory, having been eight years ago, I think that was a was an interesting touch because you could have easily just made her be like, "Yeah, I'm an angry motherfucker today, and this happened last week, and so now I'm finna, mm-hmm. you know." So I like that. I did like that. Um, Sophie, okay, you. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I got this episode was making me mad, but at the same time I was getting some things that I really enjoyed, much like the opening. I really like that. We get Sophie in like a half a crop top with a jacket zipped up, kind of. She's smiling. She's at what is it called? The the last stop. What the fuck is that bar called? The I don't know. What? Is it um, Ruby Rose shop? No, um, that's her shop, right? Her, her little whatever the something. I don't know the anal beads, whatever it's called. But she, uh, I like that they're using. <laughs> I like that they're using this. But I'm like, man, when did this bar become a coffee shop? Like, is that? I don't know if maybe I'm out of touch. But it's like a bunch of assumably queer people on their computers. Uh, drinking coffee, hanging. I'm like, but this is a bar. Is this... So I may be wrong, but that was weird to me. Um, she's smiling. She's happy. She runs into Mary, and she's like, hey, hey, girl, Mary, what's up? Hey, boo. And at the same time, Kate is dealing with the same shit at Wayne Enterprises with Luke. And it's pretty much like, oh, you done fucked yeah, somebody. That, that back and forth... Uh, the shot between the conversations of them four was that mm-hmm. was dope as hell. I yeah, like that. yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but okay, I, let me get this out of the way up front because I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to remember to say it in the way that I want to. Did Sophie not already know Kate was Batwoman? She did. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I think she did. Okay, so. That's established because I know. Okay, because the rest of this episode, well, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was set in stone, but though there there have been scenes where they met up, and it made it seem as if the the conversation basically made it seem as if Sophie was. Yeah, that she knew she did. So it may not have been explicitly said. I know you're Batwoman, but the, okay, and maybe this is on me, but. I was like, I know good and damn well. Sophie know this motherfucker is Batwoman. But I guess maybe she don't. Maybe she don't know. Um, I always got the feeling that she knew who Batwoman was. So it, that's what makes this episode 
That's the thing I didn't like. Okay. I like the story we got, but it felt like we should have got this earlier in the season. Because the shit she did at first makes it feel like she already knew, which to me undercuts this, like, Peter Parker, Mary Jane story that they got going on. That's- yeah. And then there's certain, there's other scenes like later on, <clears throat> later on that, um, I kept saying to myself, I'm like, bro, this is, this could have been done episodes ago. Yeah. Or all the craziness happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Doppelganger shit. Like, yeah. And then this is more so like the conversation with, well, we spoke on it before between Sophie and her mom, but yeah. it was just certain lines in there. It just made it seem like this was meant to be somewhere earlier in this season. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree. And it almost like they had this written out, but it was like, no, we're going to hold off. Uh, and, and the thing is, if this was a post-crisis thing, you never established, like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I didn't like, I liked the episode for what we got, but I didn't like where it fell in the continuity. It felt like it's, like I said, it should have happened sooner. Um, yeah, so we get a, a, a intercut scene of, Mary talking with uh, Sophie and then Luke talking with Kate. Luke says something about what pretty much telling her, bitch, you can't have no fucking life. And I was like, damn, that's that's fucked up. But then he was like, yeah, you think you you think your cousin Bruce had a life? You know, he never loved anybody and uh, whatever. I was like, but he was like fucking a lot of bitches, though. Um, I think that's not true because there's some speculation. I think Bruce had feelings for a couple of them, them shorties. Can't think of them off top, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was on Kate's side with this one. I was like, I I see, I see what he means, um, and I don't think Luke is written to be homophobic or whatever. But I'm like, how do you push the narrative of her and the Captain America nigga? And I noticed to get her brownie points with the, um, with Gotham, but. This is a secret. Like, she's hiding this. But, 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 but. <laughs> then again, to kind of be on his side about things, only slightly, Batwoman has been Batwoman with Sophie this whole episode. That's why I was like, this is confusing. Does Why these hoes ain't just seeing each other with Kate in regular fucking clothes? Because she, this is what it is. And maybe I misremember because it was a week or two weeks ago. Did they not, when they met on the roof, did didn't Kate take her cowl off, or am I am I making no. that up? Okay, okay, okay. Actually, no. She doesn't even know. She, she's not aware that Kate is Batwoman, because if that's the case, remember the episode with um, Alfred. Alfred's daughter, yeah, niece, yeah, or, yeah. That that little confrontation. Yeah, you're right. God so damn it. No. This felt weird to me. I felt like it just she knew. Weird. It seems as if something happened that we ain't seen yet. Yeah. And Sophie is highly aware hmm. that Kate is Batwoman. But then you got the conversation uh, between Sophie and Mary where Mary was like, she, you know, she's got some guesses on who Batwoman yeah. is. And the way, do you know who Batwoman is? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Sophie's like, no. She's like, oh, oh, okay. 
Yeah, and I like that. I did. I love Mary this episode, and not just because I'm a fan, but I think they did a really good job writing her, uh, and writing her like leading like her final scene. I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is first of all, this is on brand for her. Secondly, I didn't expect it to go this way. The the stuff she said, which was like, oh shit, like I don't know. I just like Nicole even more. Mary, she is she's she's dope to me. Um, that happens. We get Alice trying to find, I'm assuming a therapist. Um, no, 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 I'm sorry. The plastic surgeon. Then, uh, one of her Wonderland game brings her a photo like, yeah, you know, it took me so long because I was like trying to make sure this was him. Cool. Immediately after that, we get this big bald black nigga in the, uh, office of Jacob at the Crows. And I didn't understand what was going on at first, but he pretty much is representing the black dude from prison. And he's like, nigga, you going to help out. And I was like, how you, what you, what are you, what's your take on him and this whole, all of that, the wire and shit? <laughs> like, they're not even explaining who he really is. Like, there's nothing, 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 nothing. We just know mm-hmm. that he represents a homeboy that killed Lucius Fox. They threw that in there. Is that, okay. okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, wait, is there a flashback sequence with my man killing Lucius? Or okay, thank you. How is this going to be resolved? Like, Well, no, 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 no. Because that's the dude. Is that him? This is, okay. Remember the, the guy that kept calling Jacob Puppy Dog is the guy that killed Lucius Fox. Who was in the episode with the Punisher nigga. The the vindicator what is it executioner yeah and then the executioner was brought up and then that pissed me off that's what pissed me off about this episode okay okay i heard that name i said you just yeah yeah it would have been he like i said executioner would have been the perfect villain for the entire season yes no y'all y'all had him as a one-off villain and yeah. then you got the nerve to bring him back up. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, how do you how do you bring this nigga up and after you murdered him? Like, why bring him the fuck back up? Like, if that's the case, bring up Magpie again and bring up fucking Vampire Diaries and shit. Bring them up again. Like, what's the point? Not, nothing I don't know, man. I um The lack of color on this damn show. Or it's I get it now, but I don't understand. I don't know. Whatever. So, this nigga apparently killed Lucius. So, I mean, kudos for him. He did it, I guess. Um, and this comes a whole thing where Jacob is, like, questioning his... Which, I, okay, this is what I don't like. The, it's already been established in the beginning. Crows was this uh, paramilitary... Not paramilitary. Like, this other detective agent, whatever. Separate of Gotham PD. Then we found out, which made sense, that no, the Crows are the police for the wealthy. So they only help people who could pay for it. Cool. But that also shows that they're kind of corrupt in some of the shit that they do. I don't like the idea that they're now trying to switch it so that Jacob never knew about any of this shit that was going yeah, on. Man. Nigga, this is your fucking company. You just jumped down really? Catherine's throat for some shit. Well, if that's the case, she shouldn't have known all of that evil shit. Don't. How the fuck are you not aware of 
the inner workings and your own fucking the devilish company. shit going on in your agency and your private security company. It's the same nigga that gave up on finding his daughter, so I'm not surprised. God damn, like <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Fuck him. Fuck Jacob. He asking questions so nonchalantly, like you don't know, bitch. Like you, you better <laughs> gain a brain and gain some old. We pull up some old memory banks, bro. Like you, you, you cut out Sophie because she was working with Batwoman, but this the only motherfucker who you seem to trust or even have dealings with. Her husband has just disappeared, and nobody's asking any fucking questions. He was second or third in command, and now all of a sudden, oh, she just get man. I'm gonna tell you right now, Jacob is my least favorite. Period. Fuck him. Fuck him. The character, and and I think is. <laughs> I'm fine with him being a shitty person, but I don't like the idea that you're trying to make him be like this redeemable, innocent victim when just make him the bad guy. Like, and not even necessarily the bad guy, but just make him be somebody who who knows, you know, he had to do some shady mm-hmm. shit to get where Probably he... a part of the reason of the bullshit going on in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, it could... It would have played out... Just to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Beth... She ends up in that home yeah. with Mouse mm-hmm. and Dr. Campbell. Wouldn't it have been crazy? Let's just, cause we're not even at the end of the season to mm-hmm. find out that Jacob played a part in having that whole thing set up. The car crash or her being uh, taken uh, in the house? The car crash, all of it. Mm. He oh. plays, like, he may not think that he's aware of it, but he plays a part in it. Like, what if that is something of speculation to come up? Like, mm. They should do something like that, but you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I, I don't have a writing team. Then, look, this is trash. This, this, <laughs> it, and it's not even, I think a lot of it is just continuity stuff. Like, Batwoman isn't a terrible show. Whether it's your cup of tea or not, I think the issue lies it's with got, it. It's got hell of a potential because if it didn't I would have been trashing this shit <laughs> every man I'm I'm one thing that bothers me that I don't think is even really that important right now is uh Batwoman's red wig because I'm used to seeing her in the uh animated series and of course it's animated so it's gonna do what you need it to do but it also to me looks real like okay I've been fighting crime this shit finna look raggedy this ain't no damn lace front Indian hair. This is, you know, regular shit. But I'd rather have an issue with something like that than the shit with Jacob where, and I'm going to just say it, be it true or not, or because it feels very true. We're talking about Hollywood here. But this white man is able to just come back after all the shit. Like, you villainized Catherine for some shit that Jacob should have on the other side. That now dealing with Jacob, he should be made full aware. If Catherine was supposed to be made full aware of all the negative shit going on at Hamilton, why the fuck is he in the dark at his own agency where, to me, Hamilton, though it is a scientific engineering company, it's not as big as the Crows. I didn't think anyways. So, I don't know, man. Fuck them. Fuck Jacob. (laughs) I hate him, man. (laughs) For real. Not the actor, y'all. The character. I hate that nigga. He is... Horrible. Um, so, I don't know. Whatever. He 
get some intel from bald-headed black man. Mary, of course, has some idea of who uh, Batwoman is. She thinks she knows, which, of course, she does. Um, and then we get this Sophie getting dressed, getting sexy, kind of, not necessarily yeah, montage. Montage shit. So what, how did you feel about that? Do you feel like Sophie is different in this episode than she has been? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever, it, it looks like it is like different writers mm-hmm. or... Clearly, uh, there's a different director. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it's a different type of Sophie. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 liked, I like that aspect because, again, if you like Sophie or not, I think the way she acted in this episode really reinforced, oh, she's happy now. Oh, she's not, I ain't going to say in love, but, you know, she she got a new crush. And that felt, and that's why I think another reason that confused me so much because, I'm thinking you already know this motherfucker is Kate, especially when she was talking. I think it's because of me. I'm thinking you should recognize that voice. All she did was lower her voice some. Like there's, right. I, I watched a clip of the Masked Singer and they got this like I don't know butterfly human hybrid thing. I know that's Candy Burris. I know that's her. Like there's no <laughs> way that that's not Candy. And she, it sounds like she tried to change her voice a little bit. That's how I think Batwoman sounds like. You are Ruby Rose, chick. Like, you ain't, you're not, <laughs> just, I don't know, man. Yeah, real quick, I know about the mass Singer. Yeah. That's a show that's not going to last too long. Oh, yeah? Actually, you know what? No, let me not say that. <laughs> I think people are creatives. Let me just say that. Creatives will not be around for that show too long. Maybe mm. just for the singing aspect and the costume design. Because yeah. I, I think all of that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like when they get up there to sing, it's like, oh. Yeah, that's like I knew that was Little Wayne in that robot mm, suit. Mm-hmm. T Pain when T Pain was up there, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, just to throw that out there. No, um, no, no. I'm, but I like the Mad Singer a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed the episodes I saw, but I can't stick around for that because my attention span is too short. I like to know at the end of the episode who the person. I'm not, I'm not committed like I was with American Idol when I was a kid. I'm not. I'm not sitting around for that. Hey, fam, all you had to do, all they had this, and they did good with that, the um, the auditions. They started with that. Mm-hmm. You had my full yes. attention. Yes, that's what got me staying. <laughs> Shit, God damn it. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. So, watch The Masked Singer, guys. Use the hashtag KIGPOD when you're watching The Masked Singer, and let us know who you think, <laughs> who you think each uh, costume character is. <laughs> Um, so we get a chick, I, I also, this, I don't really mind this, but they had the IG models that were in this episode and wrapped up to like a thousand, um, as far as their personalities. And I, I liked it, but I didn't, I liked the caricature of it all. But then I was like, man, not to be like Drake and be like, you know, every stripper has a heart, but I was like, why Why do they have, and I don't, well, I'm going to say what I'm going to say and then I'm going to caveat that. I think is why do they have these girls being so stereotypically shallow, mean girl-esque, but then I was like, oh, I don't know if that's what maybe white Instagram models are like, or if that's what a white culture is like, or if that was from, just for TV, but I was like, ooh, I don't. Shit from, hey, look, man, there's, like I said, there's random videos that I bumped into. Well, not, because I don't just watch like random feeds yeah 
Well, I got a specific list of who I'm subscribed to, but mm-hmm. sometimes on recommended, there'll be some yeah. creator new pop up. Some of the, the titles, they stick out. And then you, you watch some of these, these young creators talking. Um, yeah, that, that shit is real. From the stories that they talk okay. about, how the girls act towards them, is real. Okay. And see, that's why I was oh, like, God damn. I went with it because I like shit like Jawbreaker and Mean Girls and shit like that. But I was very much like, mm, I don't know, because I, I, when these are the new celebrities, these are the millennial celebrities, these are folks who got their fame online. So everybody knows you present your best self or who you want the world to see you as online. So I was, it didn't take me out of it, but I was like, oh, I don't know if this is like yeah. I. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I just like I wonder what a, what an Instagram model, Asian, black, white, or whatever, thinks about this character characterization of them in the show. Yeah, like there's there's other there's YouTube pages, man, where they talk about uh, they do experiments and discussions with um, the LGBTQ community. They got someone the Instagram models and what mm-hmm. they think of their Photoshop pictures. super cool with mm-hmm. it and not even to, you know to bring up another point how the girls treat each other mm-hmm. um shit we can go back and talk about the uh the the tanya Harden situation yeah oh yeah even though you know that it won't social media but it's mm-hmm. if you think about it i'm like you know what i could see the whole tanya Harden situation happening today hmm yeah. yeah no, no, I can yeah. see that. I can see that too. I can see that too. And um, even what is there's a movie. What is the movie with uh, about the the girl? I think they were in Alabama. The country white girl. They were doing a pageant, and homegirl mama was like killing everybody. Mm. Though that's fiction. You said the Tanya Harden thing. I could see some shit like that happening behind the scenes. But but no, to your point, yeah, I could see that happening today as well. Yeah, I only bring that up because I I finally watched uh what's that movie I Tanya on okay. Hulu. I Tanya, let me make a point of that so I can see. Bro. Yeah, it's uh I think it's Margot Robbie is Tanya Harden. I like her. I like her. Me too. I I just I do I don't know I don't know if it's maybe because she's Australian. No, that couldn't be well because I I just like her. I think she's picking some really good roles, and so just throw that out there. Um. And she's in it. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. Homegirl with the scarred up face, Duella. Duella. Uh. Goes after Instagram models. She one chick. Her first interaction is we see her on camera. She's like, "Oh, you, fuck you, y'all poor. This photo shoot is trash. They ain't got enough money. Like, real exaggerated." And Duella. Shows up. It's very much scary movie, early 2000s type shit where like the lights go out and then the killer comes out and she chases home girl. What I like about this episode, and I'm not a teenage girl, so I'm sure it probably hits a little different, but I like that this woman wasn't killing people, but she was doing something so gruesome. Like, I, can you imagine a motherfucker cutting yeah, your MO, face bro. up? wild her mo is crazy just, no ah, and that's why a lot of, watching shit like what you know jason and freddie do you know and some of their their shit is extreme but then 
for some maybe it's because it's on TV. Yeah. How she goes about it. I was like, damn, bro. Like, yes. Wow. The, this whole episode, much like I think a few others that, that they had in the season, I was like, this could be a fucking movie. Like, you could literally, this I could see this being some Netflix popcorn film or a really dark major motion picture or a nice little Indian for Indian indie project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matter of I, fact, um, mm-hmm. shit, there's a Netflix series called Slasher. What is that? Is uh, that prom? Is that about prom or is that about like Slasher? I... Real quick, Slasher is an anthology. Fam, is that what that is? It's an anthology, and I suggest you watch it. I'm finna. I'm pulling it up right now. First and second season are, are really good, but that this recent season that they can't season three. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it American or is it uh, British? Uh, and they got they, fam. It ain't just white people in it, man. They got oh, I got this whole, on my list. No, go ahead. My bad. They got a whole smorgasbord of just nigga racist, bro. Like it's. I was surprised of the cast, the, the like the casting overall. I was surprised. I was like, damn, like they picked them to play the part. Or, yeah. So it's almost it's, like it's Black Mirror, but for horror. Um. Oh yeah. It's. It's. Well, not like Black Mirror, as in the whole cyber internet social media type shit, but it's it's very gruesome. Ooh. I would say it's like American Horror Story without. Okay. The weird devilish shit going. Okay. On. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just it it was on my list already. I got a long ass list that I have yet to get Boy. to. <laughs> <laughs> and they got three fucking seasons. I can I see that shit. Um. Oh shit, yeah. Um fuck Jacob, period. Uh so homegirl cuts up these girls' faces and somebody, I think Kate realized or Luke realizes that this slasher slasher, well, fuck it. This slasher is going after Instagram models. Uh pretty much pretty people. And this what I like about this episode is that if you watch it. That's what happens. She's going after pretty girls. But then the more they get into it, the more you mm, you pull back the layers. Because you could have easily, on the surface, be a girl who is not pretty and she's going after pretty girls. Or a girl who was teasing high school and she's going after pretty girls. But I personally feel like they got a bit deeper with the actual backstory. With her going after these chicks and the one in particular who she went to school with, and though it's a tale as old as time, two kids, boy or girl, whatever, non-binary, what have you, go to school together, then all of a sudden one gets popular and the other one doesn't. That's been used time and time again, but I really enjoyed it in this episode. Yeah, I, I'm glad they didn't just run past this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like, we don't even know who the hell Magpie really was about. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. You know, those one-off villains, I was like, damn, like, mm-hmm. no backstory. Like, lucky enough, I know about Tommy Elliot. Yeah. It was dope that they threw one of Batman's villains in there, and I was like, please show some respect, at least. <laughs> yeah. Because the fact that they threw her in there, I'm like, oh, shit, Harvey's niece. I said, they got to give her some backstory. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. did. So I, you know, I was satisfied with it. But you know what? I'm happy that they didn't focus on Harvey 
or make yeah. him a, a priority only because I think a lot of people may have deal with I did because at this point in the game, if you've been watching Black Black Lightning, shit, if you've been watching Batwoman from episode one, you probably now are to the point where, well, shit, when a, when a villain pop up, I'm going to Google them. And that's what I did. That's how I found out she was Joker's daughter, Harvey Dent's niece. Um, even without that knowledge, this was still a damn good episode. But the nerd in me is like, okay, so is Harvey Dent in this universe? We probably won't ever see him or he won't be Quincy Jones. No, don't, but don't even, yeah, don't even bother showing him. This is, I like Two-Face so much. Mm-hmm. And the last, the last image I have of Two Face is from The Dark Knight, and mm. I think that's kind of how I want to see him. I was like, you don't, don't even try to bring Two Face back up. Yes, yeah. give me some other villains. Yeah, well, you know, this is WB we talking about, so hell, who knows? Um, yeah, so that all that shit goes down. We get um, Mary talking to Kate in her clinic, and pretty much, I I really loved. Mary this episode I liked her giving just enough so that the audience is anticipating shit with her like we know that she know about Batwoman but Kate and don't nobody else know and her doing her own little investigative work and her um like and she told her what I can um I could be helpful I could be useful to you you know I'm um um, I'm in this community. I'm a socialite, and you know I went to school with these people. So it, I like that because it, even though she's a doctor or doctor in training, I I think they could run the risk of having Mary be some airheaded valley girl type. You could easily slip it, and not that they've done that this season, but I think they're doing a good job at keeping her. Just enough in that ditzy socialite area, but also very into more serious, um, making me take her more seriously than, honestly, if she was just a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white girl who occupied this role. Yeah, yeah. man. <sighs> <laughs> I'm frustrated at the same time because I just want a set villain. Yeah. Yes, Alice. Alice is Alice. We have Alice. Period. Yeah. But it's like, damn, this, I don't understand why. If Arrow and Flash and them can do it, why can't I mean? And I understand Batwoman is first season. Why can't Batwoman do it though? Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it before in like the first and second season with other shows. And, and I, I wonder if. It's Rachel. Who's the biggest actor actress on this show? Like the characters aside, who's who you think is bringing in the most money as far as salary? Mm. Oh boy, uh, I'm a st- shit. Uh, okay, Ruby Rose, Orange is the New Black, John Wick Two, Model. But then you got Rachel Scarston. Which, and that's, yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Rachel Scarston was in Birds of Praise television shows. Now, it mm-hmm. wasn't the, the best yeah. at that time, but people know her. When they say, like, yeah, that's Shorty from Birds of Prey. Yeah. And people know her as a great actress. I honestly think the effort that she gets, it makes it look like she's the one that brings all 
all the shit in her. She brings, she yeah. keeps the glue. And that's I'm 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 concerned, or my or where my head goes is, I want all this fantastical shit. I want shit to happen, but when I take a step back and I look at this is a production, and there's probably a um a a budget, a cap on whatever. I'm thinking Ruby Rose, of course, brings in probably a lot as far as salary, but she's also the headliner. So she knows this show is about her. But then Rachel, I'm thinking, is such a phenomenal actress. Even if at first she wasn't, I think, just me personally, that she has enough popularity where if they're going to be renegotiating shit, she can sell them, oh, baby, I need more money. But I say that to say, because it's the same issue we have in Black Lightning, where Tobias has been the big bad for every fucking season. And he's a great villain. He really is. But when you don't have somebody who can kind of round out that, you there's nobody who is on the show who makes me miss him. And I think it's the same with this show. There's not one villain on Batwoman that you could have that would make me, that, no, no, that there's not one villain that they have that would make me miss Alice. Um, I think if the executioner had to stay, that would have been great. Give him, give him 11 of the 22 episodes or 10 of the 22 episodes. Um, Even this girl, Dwella, I'm afraid that she's gone now. Like this is it for her. That's what I'm saying. That's what pisses me off. I'm like, you gave us, I'm like, damn, if anything, you using a, a big, villain of Batman's Rose Gallery. Yes. Um, why not pull something with the last name Dent? Dent is well known. Yeah. And Batman lore. So I'm like, okay, that works. Yep. Use her for the entire season maybe. Or yes. split it to where it's executioner for like the first half. Mm-hmm. Second half. You still got Alice bull you know, doing her little yeah. bullshit. But towards the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Well, a dent is your big bad. Yeah. Who, bro? I'm. You know, it's in conflict between Alice and and Kate, but it's not like to the point she love their sisters. They love each other. So yeah. And even with it them, it plays out to where Alice may try to help. Yeah, she did. Kate. I mean, she, she. You know, just let it play out. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Uh, only because you. I don't think they're not creating original villains. And so you're running through a lot of villains and you're having the same issue that I think the MCU has or is going to have. And I'm not taking credit for this theory because I've I've seen it on a few YouTube videos. But the idea that you, with the Infinity Saga, you ran through 11 years. You ran through so many storylines to the point where you have to rely on these stories that have come out post i don't know 2002 through five ish because you have you running through so many things yes with the x-men you have a whole plethora of other stories that you can attack so to speak but i I think they're gonna redo they're gonna redo that phoenix bullshit again and i'm just done i hope not i hope they're smart enough to know to stay away from that stay the fuck away from it it, just, it upsets me because I know the fact that MCU has the properties or most of it now. Mm-hmm. They're going to reintroduce Doom. I don't care for Doctor Doom because you fucked him up. You're yeah. going to reintroduce Fantastic Four. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to reintroduce the X-Men. I really just don't care, man. Like, man. It's, it's, 
They, um, I, I hope they have enough sense to do what you did with the other films. Make a good story and then fit these motherfuckers into that story. Captain America, this fucking spy, espionage shit. You got uh, Ant-Man, a uh, heist movie. You know, do something like that. But who knows? Who knows? It's just, it, it made me a little sad, too, that you bring that up. Oh, shit. Because those villains, man. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Bro, how did Crossbones was in Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Crossbones. And I'm like, they just, like... Running Whatever. through niggas. I'm like, bro, do you know how big of a deal he is? Um, and then the one that me and my brother were really disappointed with, we just can't get over, is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they never really gave us the Mandarin like that, which was kind of bro. Strange. I to me, I was like, where the fuck? That shit was weird as and fuck. And then that twist, the twist in Iron Man three, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. There you go. Said, uh, and I looked at my brother. I said, James, I'm about to get up and walk out of this theater. I swear to God, he's like, bro, just chill. I'm like, no. Yeah. This nigga you, you, Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. So I said, oh, my nigga Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and this B, this comedic BS. You yeah. Know, and it's, I, I go against it and everybody defends it like it's the best thing in the world. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. This ain't it. No. This ain't it. It Chief. ain't. It ain't, especially when you play him so serious. Like, I get the um, joking part of it, but why not just make up an original character then? Because it's... I did not like that. I, I was, was frustrated, dude. I was like, what the fuck is this? Who did, what, what kind of movie am I watching now? Is this a comedy now? It, it, that He snuck into his house, whatever, or whatever. I'm like, what the hell is going on now? Yeah. And it's like the movie just shifted into something else. I didn't like I, that. What the hell was going on? Yeah. Hmm. People seem to love it, though. People love it. They praised the shit out of that movie. Mm-mm. I don't think it was done well. Because even me, I didn't know who the Mandarin was. I, I had heard the name, but I didn't have history with him. So when I watched the movie and that plot twist came out, it felt... It, I wasn't satisfied as a audience member. Like, I was like, this, no. Then what, what, what this anticipation you built up what what was it for? Where where do I have to release this frustration this is the now? Biggest problem. This is where I get. This is my problem. Mm-hmm. And then you know people praise Iron Man three, but they don't really like Iron Man two. But mm-hmm. I like Iron Man two because of Whiplash. Uh huh. But whatever. Iron Man three. Don't give me a trailer like that. Yeah. And then turn, and then you watch, you go see the movie, and it's just a completely different thing. It's like, yeah. what the hell is, bro? The trailer, what I got, or what it told me, is that we about to get into some serious shit, some mm-hmm. real dark shit. Mm-hmm. Get ready. I'm like, all right, we got the Mandarin, da 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 we got the Iron Patriot. Yeah. This is going to be crazy. And it just, it, I was dissatisfied. I was like, no, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, and I'm, I'm sure other people. Hell, if you liked it, great. If you didn't, you know, welcome to the club. But I didn't, I didn't yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you love it, like, it's right? Cool. You know, I still haven't even seen Civil War. Just to throw that out there. Mm, oh shit! Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, bro, all right, real quick, real quick, before we get him back, back, go ahead. Back. <laughs> War. Should I watch it? Because I. 
because I love comics so much, so everything's just out of place. Yeah. Civil War is after the Infinity Saga. Mm-mm. No, yeah. it's... Hmm? Comic-wise, right? Oh, um... Oh, I thought you meant the movie. I'm like, nah, nigga, that came oh, no, out... No, 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 um... What? Yeah, Civil War is after the Infinity Saga. Iron, and then not Iron Man, but Spider-Man ain't supposed to be some kid. Oh. And just the setup of it was just confusing. Yeah, um, boy. So it's... I was like, this ain't Civil War. I'm not digging it. But, whatever. That, that's my complaint <laughs> for, uh, of a nerd. Fuck it. Uh. I'm going to stop it because I complain about everything. <laughs> um, on a scale from 1 to 10, is it worth it to see Civil War? What's your number? Um, I would say... I would say a solid eight only because if for with a caveat of this, if you want to experience the entire infinity saga, or if you just want to take the major points, uh, kind of the, the big, the big set piece movies. But if you already saw, um, um, in game and, um, fucking infinity war, you're pretty much caught up and you don't, it's not necessary. You're not, if you don't see it, you're not missing some key point in something that, like, there was one point, there was an interaction between uh, Hawkeye and Black Panther in Endgame, but that, that interaction was still good because you watched it, but if you watch Civil War, you understand, now, is it Ant-Man? One of them niggas, but you, you get it, but no, it's not, you're not missing nothing. I like it, so I'll put it up high, but it's not necessary. It's not necessary to understand. No. Look, bro. I'm gonna ain't nothing topping Captain America Winter Soldier. (laughs) Or Avengers Infinity War is heat. Oh my god. Yes. Yes it is. No, no, no. No. Hard agree. Hard agree. Oh man. The fight between Iron Man and damn Thanos is Yes. 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 I wonder if they'll get that this magic. Whatever recapture that magic. This nigga don't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That shit. Mm, I might have to go back and start from the beginning. Shit. <laughs> yeah, my, shit, my, my mom had watched Infinity War mm-hmm. for the first time mm, the other okay. day. And because she's in Jersey with my grandmother right mm-hmm. now. They went to Jersey for some, some party or some shit. Mm-hmm. And this is my first time my grandmother is watching the MCU shit. My, she's like, yeah, your grandmother glued to the screen. She yeah. didn't believe what the hell you watching. Yeah. Well, she was like, who is this Thanos? <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't want to sit on the phone with me and talk about Thanos because you just, you're going to fall asleep and get bored. <laughs> so who is this Thanos? <laughs> said, if you like it, you like it. She's yeah. like, yeah, I like it. That's enough for me. True that. Yeah, that's, uh, man, that's, MCU movies got a special place in my heart, goddammit. And uh, Netflix shows, too. Just by virtue of coming out during a time in my life where it was very much needed. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, um, yeah, Thanos is that guy. Thanos is that guy. <laughs> well, this has been the Thanos Appreciation uh, Corner. No, <laughs> oh, shit. Um... So the running arc or whatever of uh, Alice in this is 
honestly, it's mental health. Uh, Dwellers is, I'll say body positivity for lack of a better term. And Kate's is, I guess, um, trying to figure out what's right for you. You know, listening to your, taking stock of your, your life and seeing what's right for you. That the shit that feel good ain't always great for you. And Sophie, I, okay, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. Her mom shows up. Her mom is like, hey, motherfucker, I'm surprising you. And it later comes out that another reason why Jacob is a bitch and I do not like him. <laughs> Did, Sophie is 28 years old. She's a full-grown adult. She's a grown-ass woman who's almost 30, which makes me think, okay, that means Kate and Alice are about 30-ish. Which makes me think Mary is about what? I don't know, 25, 27. Well, she's in med school, so whatever, 27. I still like to say these are grown-ass women. Jacob calls Sophie's mother to tell her, by the way, your daughter's suspended from her job. Bitch, who the fuck? Oh, my fucking gosh. Who? What? Unrealistic. That, no. Maybe. Maybe that I maybe I'm not. I got the cool parents, mm-hmm. the cool parents. So, whatever. Maybe I'm. That's no. That's not my gospel. That's not my part of life. I, I've never experienced that shit before. But when she said that, that was completely left field. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. But then I'm like, so okay. I've never heard Jacob bring up Sophie's mother ever. Conversation, bro. Ever. You how have close, never. How close are these people? They're not, and this show ain't about to make me think they are. They are not close. When she said that, I'm like, nigga, what? I'm supposed to just be convinced? Now, don't get me wrong. I like Sophie's mom a little bit for the, you know, for the little times that she was in this episode. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I'm like, nah, fam. I'm about to convince me. Jacob and, and Sophie's mom is just like. Uh, Bosom buddies, cool tip or cool like the other side of the damn pillow. I'm I'm not buying it. Yeah, no, it was very it was to me. If that's near thirty, just I I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about that. It's stupid and unrealistic. It's dumb as shit. Because if anything, the girl's mama about this grown ass woman's mama about her business. Why do you even Just, fucking have to... I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm annoyed, man. Because th- if if Tyler called her mama, that would be different. That's her yes. fucking husband. Perfect. Jacob, who the fuck are you? And why would you go... Did you... Did you... Did you call Tyler's mom when this nigga just disappeared? Yeah, I would have... Bro, I would have ran the faith for him, man. I would have... I would have went back up to the Crow Security uh, building and ran the fade with that nigga, man. They played it off like it was nothing. And I have a serious question, and I'm not even being funny. Because I'm assuming that the writer's room has to have, like, probably predominantly white people. Gotta be. Anybody, look, anybody listening to Nice and Gotham Podcast, anybody who's white, who identifies as white, who grew up as white, please let us know, is this normal? Because I... this baffles me. There's no way my boss at my job, at my big age, 
could fire me or I quit and they call my mama. What is this? It's more frustrating because again, if you had have established Sophie's home life prior to this, maybe it'd be like, well, you know, they are real cool and such and such, but you ain't even, you didn't even have to hire an actress to be her mom. If you had just had conversations like, oh, I, you know, tell your mom I want to be, I want to come by for Thanksgiving. She always make the best sweet potato pie or something this came out of left field this is just as plausible as mouse talking to mary and saying oh i can't wait until your dad get back home he always give the best back rubs what the fuck are you talking about these characters don't interact this makes no sense I, I, bro that at first because you know i usually watch the episodes twice so the first time mm-hmm. you know it's real smooth like they just inserted that line it's mm-hmm. just boom Pass one or whatever. Watch it back. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Yep. Like, nah, man. I yep. ain't buying that. This is how I know Sophie was intended to be a white character, or she was written to be a white character, and they cast a black girl. Because Sophie's just like, oh, mom, that's why you're here. This isn't a I love you visit. This is the visit to check up on. First of all, I don't give a fuck about my mama talking about it at this point. I'm finna call this nigga. You fucking suspended me. Why are you calling my fucking mother? What the nigga? If y'all was such so cool, why when you went to jail did she not pop up? What the? Nah, I don't get it. Yeah, that this was shit. so unrealistic. Yeah, and that that really fucked with me. And if it was, I don't know, whatever. That fucking you said it is that stupid. Unrealistic is dumb. Um. So Sophie's just cool with that because I don't know. It's the wig made her do it. Um, now the whole time in this episode, Jacob is talking to this same uh, Michael Early looking black dude about shit going on, receipts he didn't found, some corruption within the Crows. And I still don't know who he is. I, I know he works for the Crows, but did they establish that he's like the CIA li- liaison or something? Nope. So I was like, this nigga, he's he just... up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Michael Ely. Yeah, discount Michael Ely. Yes, that nigga, that's who he is. And, I, and I'm and i fine with him in his position. Because, one, I'm happy that black man is getting a check. So I hope he keep popping yeah. up and giving his love five minutes to Jacob and walking off. I'm fo- I'm cool with that. Yeah, bro, but it's weird. Give me goddamn, like, some backstory. I was like, who's this cat? Man, this, this is some of the things the show is doing to piss me off. And I don't like it. Uh, and with this, they got him him being Jacob questioning Michael, talking about, hey, Michael Ely, you still work at the barbershop? No, he's like, um, hey, man, what is these $50,000 receipts and such and such? And he's like, hey, that's, you know, when we did such and such, it was collateral damage. So you mean to tell me ain't nobody taking bribes? And I was like, what is, I mean, that wasn't verbatim, but I'm like, what do you, what do you want, Jacob? You are a lead detective, are you not? Wow, Figure this, this shit, shit out. Bro. The wildest shit with with something like that with the whole the fifty thousand dollars yeah you know, damage control mm-hmm. earlier on like the first couple episodes yeah you could see or you like the how they gave it up like Jacob you know head of the crows mm-hmm. he just seemed like the person that you know do something for some damage control and just let it be yeah and just you know let that shit ride now he's just he's concerned about how corrupt his company is. 
It's like, what? And if you were going to play it that way, I think the best time to have done that would have been as soon as you outed Catherine as, a, you know, a bad guy. And then mm-hmm. he started looking within his own... Because now it's just like, nigga... That would have... Oh, yeah, that would have played out perfectly. But it's like they're trying to convince us for the amount of time that he has been behind bars, which hadn't been long. At all. A week, tops. It has not been long. All of a sudden, um, he, I don't know. There's some corruption going on that he's not aware of. Crow's been around for at least 10 years because Alice went away 10 years ago is when she was in that accident. What the fuck is going on? Man, that means he's he's terrible at his job and Sophie must need to run the Crow's because, nigga, what are you? I don't know, man. This was dumb. This was this was dumb. Uh, his ending was stupid, too, where he pretty much begged Sophie to come Help oh, him. Isn't it? Look, I hate that you're a fucking lesbian. I hate that you're fucking with Batwoman, but I trust you more than anything. Yeah, I wouldn't question your integrity. I'm like, bro, last episode you, you suspended did. Shorty for the fucking job. What are you talking about? For her integrity. <laughs> Jacob is trash, man. He's a fuck boy. <laughs> I hate that dude. Like, bitch, you gonna snitch on me. Suspend me, yeah, suspend me, snitch on me, and then call me back saying you would never question my integrity when you got through suspending my black ass. Yeah. I'm going to really have to run the fade on you. Yeah. Yeah, bring me back in from suspension, and then I'm going to just run the fade that. inside that soundproof ass office. And fucking just walk <laughs> off, nigga. Fuck you. Like, it's... <sighs> Fuck Jacob. He is a bitch. I hate him. He ain't been through like, I was shit. Trying to, I, was, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Same. But it's like, man, you know what? I'm done. Can't do it. Yeah, he's dumb as the fuck. Like that stuff. My dislike for Sophie is shifting towards Mm -hmm. Jacob. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no, for real. And I'm more on her side because I'm like, man, her being a black woman aside is a very big part of it. But her being a black woman aside, it's like, man, you shitted on me. And this is not to be too, I don't know, feminist? I don't know, whatever. But you already got this black woman. And who's working at this company. She didn't apparently been good enough to rise to the ranks and stuff. And then I felt like even if he was mad about her and Batwoman, for her to have the credibility she has, have proven herself the way that y'all showing that she has, and have run this shit when you were behind bars and not only that, stood by your side, I feel like he cut her off way too quick. Right, right. That's the problem. Way too quick. And and that leads me to believe I have to side with Kate with all the shit she did post the first episode. Because, nigga, you dropping my... First of all, your, your wife and your daughter died. You fucking dropped her and got a new wife. Your, your one daughter called you crying. You find out where she at. You don't know that she's there for certain, but you just walk out the fucking house. Then you send Kate halfway across the world. Then you fucking adopt Sophie, but then you drop her like a bad habit out of, like, you you don't spend no time with Mary. When Mary's the one that's pulling strings to get a fucking court case and everything for him. You know what? Fuck him. Weird. Them videos about um, Zach Morris is the worst. No, nigga, this... Nah. He's the worst. Jacob, 
Zach mean, Morris, my dude, man. Jacob Jacob Kane is trash. Jacob can choke. Shit. God, I hate that dude, man. So this motherfucker, ooh, I need your help. Can you, nigga? Am I getting retroactive overtime? The fuck? So, whatever that happens. Um, Sophie and her mom. I'm interested to, <laughs> to get your thoughts on Sophie and her mom's interactions. Because essentially, what happens, audience? Sophie's mom comes into town. She lays it on thick with the. Oh, your husband, where is he? And she's like, well, he left. I'm going to call this motherfucker and tell him he's fucking up. Then Sophie's like, no, mom. Uh, truthfully, I left him. You left that handsome, fine, sexy, Bro. having a job, Bro. big dick. I love this nigga. Like, she was like, Bro. I'm like, bitch, do you want this nigga? Do you want Tyler? <laughs> you <Yeah>. can have him. <laughs> For the love that is all good. Right. <laughs> you not about to have me believe. She, she probably would have said, what in the world? What is wrong with you? You ain't been telling me what's going on. Let me give him a call. Then you stretch it out and over-exaggerate. This fine, young, handsome, da 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 Decorated. Sexy. No. <sighs> then the conversation um, about Sophie agreeing with Batwoman's views and then making a scene, she was like, you wouldn't have said anything about Batman. It's like, it's different. What do you mean? Okay, so what, fam? Who wrote this? Batman was gay, and his parents was murdered in the goddamn yeah. alleyway. He would be doing the same shit, but he would be gay. And <laughs> I was young. I was five years old when I was introduced to 1966 uh, Batman. Mm. Guess what? I actually thought that version of Batman and Robin were gay because yeah. of how they look. I yeah. just, I didn't know. Yeah. I thought they were kind of, you know, I thought they were gay. Yes, nigga. It's, yes. That's what it looks my like. ignorance, they weren't, but still. Oh. Uh. There's, there's been speculations. Oh, yeah. Decades and mm -hmm. decades passing for people to say, oh, is, you know, could Batman be, you know, mm -hmm. gay or whatever. But, damn, what does it matter? Bro, that, that's different. Nigga, what? <laughs> citizens, nigga. Nigga, this. Yeah, this was trash, and I mainly because for me, Gotham has always been New York. But I think maybe yeah. five, ten years ago, somebody kind of confirmed it was like New Jersey. Either way, yeah. it's a northern city. So for her mama to be the way she is, I'm thinking, okay, is she Southern? And like, just but, two Bible Belt super strict. But how? She said she was from the ghettos of Gotham. No, they they because they didn't even back then. They didn't even think that way. People they were more they were welcoming to uh, people of the LGBTQ community. They were. Welcoming, even though they threw the people with mental issues, mm -hmm. the, the vets and shit out on the streets back mm -hmm. in that time in the 60s and the 70s, mm -hmm. they were very welcoming and nice to those people. Mm. <laughs> Bro, so, those people. Fuck you, writer. Bro. <laughs> nah, fam. It frustrates me. Like, like, nah, you ain't gonna convince me she's from the ghettos of uh, uh, Gotham, man. Bitch, you from the South. 
and you go by the Bible Belt. That's it's so weird. It's like they just grabbed a lot of fucking stereotypes and threw them into this lady. Because I'm thinking if she, if her mama is really so Bible Belt against homosexuality, very down south, southern, whatever, then why would she be okay with Sophie marrying that white man? That didn't it, compute to me. I was like, well, why? And then for her to. So- when Sophie finally sat her down and was like, hey, mom, when I was away at camp, I met somebody and I was in love and I, I was really happy. And she was like, well, go get him, babe. When I'm thinking, I get what they were doing with the him and he and whatever. So it could be a shock when she said, no, I'm gay. But my thing is, what the fuck is her mama do? Like, it, either her mama, like, okay, if you so Southern, if you so Bible Belt, if you so praise the Lord, hallelujah, and you to the point where you can't take her being a lesbian, fine. But why would she be with a white man and you would be happy with that? But even hmm, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. But even if you're happy with her being with a white man, when she then tells you, Oh, there was a somebody and I was loved him and I was happy, when you thought that was a man, another man other than her husband, why weren't you like, No, bitch, you married this man. You got like it it, it felt fractured to me. It didn't feel like a full yes, person. Uh, what, what year does this show take place? I think 2019 going into... No, it's 2020, because remember... You're convince me in this era right there. No. Hell no. <laughs> bro. She wouldn't have got up and dipped on her ass like that. That was all. weird, too. It's a whole new, bro, it's a whole new era. And I'm going to just be 100 on this. Let's just say 20 years from now, our daughter, mm-hmm. they come out to me and say, hey... This, that, and the third. On this, I identify as this. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no goddamn choice but to accept it. I have no choice. Mm-hmm. So to watch that, and I, I don't know why I got so mad at it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you're not just gonna throw her in the, throw her away and not speak to her. And just dip. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And maybe that was just from my personal aspect from you yeah know, having friends being rejected and shit like yeah. that from their family i don't know what it was it just pissed me off i was like no fucking way it's yeah. crazy, bro. now it happens but my issue is i don't think they took the care with this character one first of all I mean, they don't give okay, a fuck it, about it, selfie it does, on this show it, okay it does happen mm-hmm. but it, they better i'll say this i'll leave it at this they better follow up with a future episode of her mom coming back around. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if not, because it always happens, they may not be accepting, but once, you know, they, they got to face the facts, they got to convince themselves, like, hey, this is this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you better fucking deal with it and accept yeah. it for who they are. You better have her come back around. I don't know that the show is smart enough. I don't I don't think they're competent like that. They're not. I'm going to I'm going to keep shitting on them for it. And I mean it it happens and there are people who never do. And I'm fine either way. My only issue is I don't think they're handling this well. This is yeah, the first the time we got anything from Sophie and whatever this makes me sound like I really don't care at this point cuz it's reality, but they They're not taking enough care to have Sophie independent of whiteness. And I think that's important. Yeah. It's same thing with Luke, but 
Luke and Mary's interactions let me be a little bit okay with it. And I only say it because, Sophie, if you talk about feminism, and this is supposed to be a very progressive show, there is an intersection with Sophie where she is a poor woman, she is a black woman, she is a lesbian woman, she is a married woman, she is married to a white man, she is operating at the top of her class in a predominantly white space, she has two college degrees, she lives in a very affluent part of a very wealthy metropolitan area, like she has a lot going on with her that I think if you wrote her, if a black woman had her hands on this character, she would be better than what she is. Right. With that, we got all of Kate's, everything about her. Alice, love her to death, but God damn it, we get so much of her. Luke and Sophie, we got nothing. And then when we get Sophie, we get, we get this stereotypical stuff. Like, what I thought was going to happen, which I think would have been smarter, was for Sophie to be so worked up and stressed about being coming out as a lesbian, and her mom would be like, girl, I don't care about that shit, you're my daughter. That would have been such a good... That's what I was was expecting. So I'm like, all right, if this takes place in present time... Yeah, sure does. I'm I'm seeing it that way, because that's why I said 20 years from now, that my situation is like, Mm. I have no choice. That's my kid. Yeah. Not just going the fuck away and just like, bro, and, that, and that's what pissed me off about this episode. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, playing on some shit from like, the, and it goes on today. But you playing on some shit that was like, mm-hmm. some you shit. saw that constantly in the '80s and the yeah. '90s and shit like that. And you didn't have to do this. Like, if this is going to be a progressive, well, no. Oh, it's bothering me because. If you're going to do it, I'm fine. Commit to it. But then we should have had conversations with her mom. We should have had... Because I felt like Tyler didn't even fucking know her mom. Her mom was like, you got rid of that man and he used to call me on my birthday every year or some shit. And I'm like, well, bitch. Yeah, yeah, give me flowers. Yeah, that. I'm like... When is the last time you talked to this man? As soon as she bought him up, I said, where the fuck is this nigga? Yeah. (laughs) He didn't left. This motherfucker was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Like, and that's what I don't understand. Like, and and so, okay, before any of this even happened, when Sophie was getting excited and getting dressed to go meet up with Batwoman, I was like, you're married. This is bothering me, not because, one, because I'm going to say right here, right now, I believe in non-traditional relationships. I don't think everybody has to be married. If you're married and you got an open marriage, polyamory, I'm all for it. But my thing is, that's not the way you're presenting her life. You're presenting her in a traditional marriage, a man and a woman in a marriage that they didn't got together because they didn't fell in love. This ain't no open marriage. This ain't no polyamorous marriage. This is not some boyfriend and girlfriend. You're, you're presenting her in a certain light. And then you have her cheat on her husband and then carry on this affair, but you're not taking care with the character. So it's just like she's just going around fucking around with Batwoman and living her best, pun intended, gay life. But where the fuck is her husband? You can't just drop him. If that was a boyfriend, sure. That's her husband she's legally married to. Where is this nigga? Right. Do, don't make him a villain. Don't make him come back as a villain. Please don't. This black woman hurt my feelings. Now he's the fucking, I don't know, calendar man or something. This day, every year, I'm sick of her. Like, don't do that. I hate that shit. Bro, 
I hate this fucking show sometimes because why would you do like, especially because you're on CW. CW out of all the bullshit, it's like known for its angsty young adult drama. Yeah, y'all could have hey. did better than this. Hey, the the corruption with the crows. Mm-hmm. You, I, I'm not gonna say you jinxed it, but I'm just saying it's like, bro. Yes. You threw that out there, and I'm like, what if? Yeah. Oh, this nigga done disappeared. Yeah, cause he didn't fuck some shit up. He spent that fifty thousand dollars and got the fuck out of there. But I just think, and I felt the same way with Black Lightning. It doesn't feel like these episodes are plotted out too far in advance. Cause I feel like you could have said, okay, we got twenty two episodes. We want Sophie to end up with Kate, so. She's already. Why make her marry? I don't understand that. But she's married to this man. Why make her marry when you don't focus on her mom's southern homophobia and Christian values? Because if 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 you weren't gonna like if you're making that a big deal, why the fuck even have her? I don't know, bro. I don't like it. I don't like this shit. Mm. So there's that. Um. So her mom is like, why didn't you take, and this is, oh, okay, this is my last time. This will really fuck me up. This is why I thought she was going to be like, baby, I don't care. You my daughter. She was like, why didn't you tell me this before? And Sophie says, and I know this ain't verbatim, but it's very close because I didn't want you to look at me or I didn't want to see you looking at me the way you're looking at me now. And her mama looks away and says, how you expect disappointment to look? What? Get the fuck out of here, man, bro. That, yeah, that did it for me. I was like, all right, fam. I, I got to remember what the fuck this is. She takes <laughs> her fucking suitcase and she leaves. First of all, I was talking about, girl. just what made it look like. When you get your Jehovah uh, Witness. Fam. Door to door knocking ass. Man, never <sighs> I'm no, I'm I'm sick of it. I and again, if she was going to be homophobic, I'm fine with that. But they're not doing a good job. What? I don't know. Any southern black mamas who are in y'all what late fifties to like early seventies, and you hate gay people, let me know if this scene rings true. Like, what the fuck, bro? No, bruh. Um. Shit, what happened? Uh, okay, let's get into Sophie and Batwoman teaming up. So, Duella is going after these Instagram girls. So, Mary tells Kate or Batwoman, I don't know, one of them, about a girl named Veronica because Batwoman couldn't... She looked at a yearbook. This girl's face was circled and she couldn't picture... She couldn't get the a, a facial recognition. Plus, because the girl went and had plastic surgery. Her name was Veronica. Um, when they show up to Veronica's beauty bar, that's what it is. It's a truck, a, a beauty truck. Batwoman is on a motorcycle. Sophie's in her car. Then the crows show up. Tell me why. And I could be, maybe I'm wait, crazy. Why would they hop on Batwoman's bike, but then leave Sophie's car? I feel like it, one of two things. 
because I, I'm I'm friends with some coworkers. So there's maybe three or four coworkers who I know their car when I see it. So either one of these motherfuckers is gonna be like, "Niggas, that's Sophie's car," or they'll just run the plates. They saw you there. Or if they don't do, if they don't think that's her car, the car is still near a crime scene. So they would then run the place just for sake of it being at the crime scene. <laughs> what was the point? Like, Sophie should have just showed up on foot. Why would you leave your car there? Oh my gosh, man, fuck her, bro. <laughs> this show is. This was a good episode. It really was, but I was like, bro, what? It, it is, but it's like, fuck? come on, man. This is some shit. Um, so that shit happens, but. Then we cut away to Jacob with Michael early for the last time. He's like, man, this money ain't got nothing to do with the lost security footage. What the fuck going on, man? And uh, Homeboy's like, a crow would never destroy evidence. And I'm like, this is not a fraternity. This ain't some, you know, Goonies never die type shit. You all work for a company. Everybody steals from their job. And I'm, I'm talking general, y'all, the royal everybody. I know everybody doesn't steal. But I'm saying, like, you saying this as if, Nobody in the history of the world has ever embezzled. Embezzle? Embezzle? You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh. Oh, man. Um, what? Yeah, this is... I don't like... I don't like how they're handling this shit, bro. I'm like, Jacob, you... Fuck you, nigga. You should have died. Catherine should be here. Um. Yeah, so... Batwoman saves Veronica from being dropped into a vat of acid. A lot of this felt very much like Joker origin story to me. Um, which is, I don't understand why homegirl who had been slicing people's faces, she has, first of all, how you let this bitch put you in chains and hang you over a vat of acid, but whatever, we're here now. Why did she flip the switch on and then run away? If I'm finna kill you, in acid, I want to sit and watch you die in acid. Why would I just run away? I don't. <laughs> I mean, it happened. Um, but she runs into Sophie, and Sophie's like kung fu ninja on her ass while the girl got a box cutter. And I know, you know, if you train special forces, you know, you you probably should win. But I'm like, man, this chick got a box cutter, and she's a little shorter than you. If I was that girl, I would have sliced your thighs, your stomach up, all that. Like, how she not, how she didn't hit you once with the box cutter? Yeah, they just, yeah, Sophie, it was damn right like Sophie was bullying her. Yeah, yes. Sophie might, if Sophie is 5'8", that girl is 5'2". God damn it. And that, that was some shit. Um, side note, I, I want Sophie to get a different wig. I really do. I, um, maybe this is her Batwoman wig and she... Wears different hair to other auditions, but I don't like this wig at all, bro. I don't like this. It feels very designing women type. It like it's. I don't like this wig. I don't, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sophie. I don't like that wig, fam. But um, yeah. So they chain her up, and Batwoman's like, "Yeah, I'll call GCPD." Why would you leave a villain? I don't know, man. Oh. They tied this girl up to, like, a pole, and they both walked outside. There was no reason to do that. Um, why would you let this motherfucker out your sight? I don't... I don't think that's smart. Like, I think the first time where they just let the villain uh, have 
the potential means of getting away. So she had a box cut. Then Alice shows up. Now, did I miss something? How did Alice know? Like, did, I think I missed that. I had to have missed something because how did Alice know? Because I'm like, how in the fuck did she find where she was at? Bro, Alice was. The, like, there is no tracker set on anybody. Like, how did she know where she was at? So I don't. I'm going to assume that maybe I missed something because there's a file that Alice was looking at. If there was any files involved with anybody, was Doctor Campbell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no no. Well well well. Well, then, no, because she, that's how she found out that homegirl was also cut up or abused by by the doctor. But oh, that's, yeah, not, that, yeah. But but that's not that, a tracking device. The, lo- the location, how does she know? I'm going to assume I missed something because I'm, I'm not going to believe that this show is that damn. I'm going to assume that I, I'm missing something. I have to. Did they have a run-in with any of the Wonderland gang members? Or no. No, no, only so, Mary. So she wouldn't know at all. No, where they were. She would know that the girl that had dealings with the doctor, but that's it. I don't know this shit. All in all, I still think this was a very good episode because what what happens next? Alice is like, "Hey, I'm a friend. I need some help." Uh, and she's like, oh, "Okay, I can make you pretty, whatever." So then we cut to Dwella oh, yeah. at the doctor's um at the doctor's office and she's like he's like, Oh Dwella, what are you what are you doing here? How did you find me? How'd you get in? She's like, Ha, you got the wrong girl and then pulls her fucking face off and is Alice, which I'm cool with that. Then he's like, Alice, I thought I killed you. She's like, Ah, wrong girl again, bitch, you killed my twin sister. Um they getting as much use out of that baloney mask as they can, cause that shit didn't look nothing like. But whatever, I digress. Um, Alice whoops this nigga ass. She hits him with a laptop, I think. Something. I was like, God. She was like, Look, Nick, and I, again, this was this wasn't a monologue heavy Alice episode like we like. She didn't give one of her speeches, but that last, like, when she had some tied up, and she's like, Yeah, I. I um, I thought I'd never. No, she said I see this. I thought I'd never see you again. Yeah. So she started off like I thought I'd never see you again or see this face again. Then she flipped and was like, I see it every time I go to sleep, every time I wake up. Sometimes when I close my eyes and I end up shaking. Some shit. It was so, so peak Alice, um, which I loved it. Uh, and her and the Wonderland Gang was like, you know, talking shit, whatever, and. She says, uh, no, I'm not going to kill you. No, he says, kill me and get it over. She's like, nah, I ain't going to kill you. I'm thinking, bitch, torture him. Cut his balls off, stab him in the navel, whoop his... Like, I'm thinking she finna... She's like, no, I want to know where my brother Mouse is. Which we skipped over that, but he pretty much put this gas in in Mouse's face, chained him to a chair, and turned it on high and walked out. At this point, we cut to Mouse... And this was the plot twist that fucked me up. I didn't see that coming. Did you see that shit coming? Because I didn't. No, I didn't know what type of gas it was. But by the time I thought I was, when I seen him there. Yeah. I was face, I'm like, 
there's only something else that could be, mm. you know, keep alive, and then you camera glances over or mm-hmm. pans over to what it was, and it's fear toxin. Yes. Like, yes. Oh. So are we? Are Look, we getting? Are we getting homeboy? Are we getting Wizard of Oz, nigga? Do not fuck this up. And this is Scarecrow, right? Scarecrow is okay. Ichabod. And then I see it, the Alice in Wonderland, Scarecrow, Tin Man type shit, all of that, mm-hmm. whatever. Please do <laughs> Scarecrow for justice, bro. Please. I hope so. I or, mean, I, I don't know. I'm like, fear toxin. Um, I don't know if they're trying to make Dr. Campbell out to be Scarecrow or is Dr. Campbell an employee of Crane Industries? Mm-hmm. Please do not fuck this up. This... If you're going to introduce Jonathan Crane, yeah, and have Dr. Campbell be an employee of Crane Industries, mm hmm. Bro, from what is this? Fourteen? Yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 20, 20. For the next nine episodes, mm-hmm. this needs to be it. Jonathan Crane, uh, Doctor Campbell, yeah, Alice, yeah, Mouth. Let it stop right here and let it be this. Mm-hmm. You fucked. You fucked it up with Hush. Which I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. Tommy Elliot could have been the villain. Yeah. But fear toxin. So I don't know what's gonna happen next. Um, yeah, fam, if you introducing Jonathan Crane, aka Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. That is my one of my favorite Batman villains. Bruh, don't. I'm with you. Don't fuck this up, especially because you got like. You have so many good stories to pull from, and you have actors who, I'm, even if you don't think they can act well, they're committed to this show. Like they're they're getting it done. You just need better writers, I think, on some I'm of this shit. Who they're gonna get to play Scarecrow? That's the thing. Hmm. I'm curious to who they're gonna get to play Scarecrow. Shit, who the fuck knows? I, I don't. I don't even. I wouldn't even have a guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but. They better figure some shit out, cause this was good. This was fucking good. When I saw that, and then me, like I said, I don't have as much intimate knowledge of the DC universe as I do with Marvel. But I knew when I saw Fear Toxin, it was some shit was finna go down. I don't know if this nigga's transforming or if he's gonna be kind of psychotic. Uh, but that, oh, oh, let me take a few steps back. Along with Dweller. Well, they, Alice cut her face off, of course, and used her face to get in to see uh, the doctor. But Dwella said something to Veronica, which I think was really good. And it was felt like a throwaway line where she said, um, me and you are the same. Because Veronica said, well, I was scared of you. That's why, you know, I wasn't fucking with you when we was kids because I was scared of you. You cut fucking uh, a smile into your face. And she's like, well, you shaved your nose down. You got your cheekbones done. The only difference between you and I is that I ended up in Arkham Asylum, which I was like, that's like, that was so, that was so good. Because again, she could have just been a surface level. I'm, I hate pretty people. I'm finna cut these hoes up. But that to me gave it a bit more substance where I'm like, man, carry her over one more episode. Probably won't. But, you know, there's that. Um, 
that and then the fear toxin shit the end of this episode was probably my my favorite uh especially the final scene of mary and kate because of course mary knows that kate or she suspects that kate is batwoman i thought she would have went in there like well i know you're batwoman you're my sister you don't tell me anything but she came at her with some look when you found out i had this hospital you know you didn't tell on me you didn't tell me i was gonna go to jail you didn't do this this and that um and i trusted you with that secret and i hope one day you'll feel like you can trust me too that was some good writing that was some good acting i'm sold i'm sold that's what i'm saying it yeah it had to be a new set of writers in there and director could have been the same writers but definitely different director or a great freaking director they just took a master class over these fucking hiatuses because that was good that i don't even think i would have thought to do that with the mary character i don't i I don't know that i would have i would like to think so but that was good so we do have an episode coming this sunday oh lord thank god because shit i don't be look y'all they they fucking up with this hiatus shit now i'm only watching this and black lightning but goddamn black lightning is over so this Episode sixteen is on the twenty second, so we got pretty. We're 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 set. Sixteen. The twenty seventh of March. Well, you know the final. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, okay. Wait, because that's. Oh shit! Episode fifteen is on the fifteenth. No, that's cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the episode after that. There's another one on the twenty second. Okay. Cool. Cool. But it is not. There's no 17 listed just yet. Okay, but I'm good with this. I'm uh, good with this. 15 is called "Off with Her Head." Well, of course. Um, mm. More Alice's dark past is uncovered when Carmen more also died. Nigga, more. How much yeah. more can we get from this? Shares one? a twisted story with Kate. God, Jacob goes searching for his wayward daughter. Fuck Jacob. Mary and Luke follow a lead on Beth's killer. Is uh, this a flashback? What is nigga? What? How much what more is nigga? Fl- I, I'm bruh. I'm curious. Damn, like the what we got was like, damn, okay, this is fucked up. I don't want to. And then there's like a promo. There's a, a production still of mm-hmm. Alice wearing the Bad the woman? the toxin mask. Nigga, see, d- bro, they just gonna keep giving me reasons to sympathize with Alice. Like, that's not, that's not making me, but you're not doing equally, equal, equal work to make me care for Kate. So, I don't know, bro. Because now I'm really invested in how is Alice, like, I want to see what is her hero's journey where she goes to try to save her brother Mouse. Like what? I I want to see that now. Like, what is she? What type of shit is she gonna do? Who she gotta fuck up to get her brother? Cause he the only motherfucker she really care about. Her boyfriend is still in jail, ain't he? Yeah, Dodson's still in jail. This thing, like they fucked like episode two, and that was it. Like he's still in jail. It's like a whole crisis later, and you still in jail. She don't give a fuck this about you. Of, um, what was that? 
uh, Cartoon Network, uh, the Looney Tunes show. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit! the The concept of the Looney Tunes show was Bugs Bunny and Daffy as roommates, mm. and the neighborhood was just stacked with you know the classic characters, and they all lived on that street. Mm. Every mm. single damn episode. Eventually was, well, let me see, one first or second episode, yeah, okay, whatever. The rest of the episodes with each season, Daffy Duck was involved in some type of fuck-up. Mm, okay. And he was responsible for the fuck-up. Mm. <laughs> this show right here is, is this Batwoman anymore? Because I'm more sold on Alice. Yeah, this is Alice woman shit. <laughs> I'm fam. And that's how it was for me with me and my brother were watching the Looney Tunes show. Yeah. Like we like hey, we gonna watch it again and we wanna see what type of fuck up Daffy gonna do. Um but with this show it's like I don't even care for Batwoman. Yeah. I just like to see I, I like to see Alice or the actress who plays mm-hmm. Alice just do what she does, man. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. It and everybody else around Kate is more interesting than her. And yeah. I don't know if that's like trying to make her be like Bruce and be like brooding and but she doesn't have to be that way. Like you can Luke, though I like him by default because he's a black man, and though I like Sophie kinda sorta of by default because she's a black woman, they still with their little bit of like backstory are still more interesting characters than Kate. She's a boring like even her her gay club, gay bar you ain't even like leaning into the whole queer stuff. Like there, there should be drag queens up and through this motherfucker. There should be a bunch of fucking stud women in there. It should yeah. be a, like, there's what makes this different from any other bar, any other establishment in Gotham or on any other CW show. Cause the way that she's talking, I'm thinking that they're about to go all out. Matter of fact, with yes. this type of show or how they presented that woman in the new 52 comics, mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking they were just gonna go all out with her because Batwoman is just the type of character that I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, yeah. Here. So I'm I'm thinking with the show. I don't think the show should be on a CW to be honest. If it belonged on Stars or Showtime mm-hmm. or Cinemax, HBO. Yeah, yeah. I, that that bar would. If it had a stage inside, would be holding drag shows and shit. Yes, like I've been I'm to bars sure. that look like that, and it's, I'm pretty sure. And not not to be funny, I hope I ain't offending nobody, but white gays especially, oh, them motherfuckers like that. That don't look like no. But I've been to bars with a bunch of fucking white gays. I ain't gonna say nothing else past that, and that looks like like. Th- even even if you don't lean into the queer thing, like you need you to have basic ass Starbucks, on bro. Like, that you put a rainbow flag in the window, or something on the main strip. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not. I don't like that. I don't like. I, and I know this show and has I, to do a lot of work, but I, they're not doing a good job. But my thing is that's why I, I give the I give respect to um, what's that show? Uh, Pose. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Those touches on all of that. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm not familiar with any of that, but watching the show, it's like, damn. I was like, okay, this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And y'all push this thing that Kate Kane is gay. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Batwoman comes out as gay on episode 10 or 11, whatever. Why not add all of that in there? Why just have the fact, oh, yeah, she's gay and da 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 da? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... Give us that and then give us. Give us a, a a brooding Batwoman. Yeah. Give us like a, a kick ass, cool Batwoman, and we don't. I don't know, man. I'm. I like Luke too. I just want more. Hmm. I want to know more about Luke Fox. I don't know <laughs> shit past his black trauma. His daddy was murdered, and he's angry about it. And now he's subservient to Batman and anybody who walks in. With the Batman blood, cause now Kate is his overseer. I just, bro, I'm like, man, you, who are these black people in Gotham? And again, not to say black people existing that we're just a monolith. I get that, but when you just get a black character that feels very like a token it he is just there. He is the magical Negro that's there to help her out of all her situations. That's what he is. And Sophie, and that, go ahead. Hmm? No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I respect the lore of, of Superman mm-hmm. so much. I'm not the biggest Superman fan, but I can respect it because the, the death of Superman came around. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the characters that they pushed was, um, shit, John Henry Irons. Mm-hmm. Steel, basically. Yep, yep. Shaq. <laughs> yeah, they pushed still heavily. They gave us a full backstory on who this dude was. Yeah, what he was like. I'm like, fuck. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, the live action iteration may not have been the best. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, <laughs> it's of his time. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I do. Is the movie's watchable for me? I can't watch that movie uh, in its entirety. But I, I'm just, I'm afraid. Well, I'm not afraid, but it's with Steel, with Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. It seems we got more, honestly, we got more about him than we do with these black characters, which is kind of weird. Yeah, especially on a TV series. Like, if he was in a movie, I could almost kind of give you a pass, because, like, all right, whatever, you need a guy in a chair and whatever. But this is a TV show. You have devoted full flashbacks to... Kate and uh in Sophie's relationship and that wig like you can you can give some time to this like it's not enough to just say Lucius Fox is his daddy and you only bring him up like with with more detail when it's the executioner episode and it's like yeah my dad was murdered by one of these men these black men keep him in jail like why is that like it doesn't like it doesn't they they gave us the fact that he was um military vet he was like he had college degrees uh just just gave us a whole bunch of fucking backstory with this dude who came out of nowhere after the death of superman mm-hmm. and even though yeah in in the film of steel you barely get any of that but you're aware that the man is smart yeah but here on this tv show it's like what is going on yeah man? And I'm glad you bring up them degrees. So Sophie has two degrees. My question is, and I know everybody's situation is different, so don't take this the wrong way, listeners. 
But if she is this black girl from the ghetto who's pulling herself up by her bootstraps and making her way downtown and all that shit, why is... Why does the military, whatever, police academy, why does that... Why are you there? You don't have to have a degree to become a police officer. You don't... Like, you're not doing anything like forensic medicine or anything. Wish, when does she have time to get these two degrees? Like, they just threw that in there. <laughs> what I, degrees I do you have? Uh, You're 28. No. Let's say you graduate at 21. Then you go into the, I don't know, Crow Security Training Camp. When do you have time to get another degree? You're 28 now. You've been married, let's say, let's say three years. So, 25 and you've been working with the crows since you left the the camp so let's just say let's just say that was 23 when did you have time to get two de- I'm, I'm just i'm very confused i don't know man i don't know i, I don't know and even then like that that movie wasn't even the best at all at, at explaining who he really was yeah but it's is that's what i'm trying to get at bro it shouldn't be no excuse on why we barely have anything on Luke Fox mm-hmm. TV show version. Yeah. Or we got all that little bit of shit in one episode, and then it wasn't even properly like executed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. This is uh this is the world we live. This is the universe and the timeline we live in. Cause goddamn, whew, this is some shit. I don't know, man. Um. Fuck. Who is your MVP in this fucking episode, bro? MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, damn. Yeah. Um, my MVP for this episode, I'll give it to, um, uh, uh, Sophie. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Yep, for the first time. Yeah, first. First. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, I was going to go with Sophie's mom's uh, homophobia, but I think I'm going to go with Mary only because of that last scene. That last scene did it for me. The way she approached her, like, man, I hope one day... Because Mary has... Mary is accomplished, she's successful, and it's like she just wants her sister to see her and to love her and to be a sister to her, and Kate just ain't doing it. Bruh, that was, mm, 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 mm. So yeah, I, I gotta go with Mary for that reason alone. Who's your least favorite? Jacob. Yep, fuck it, Jacob a bitch. Yes, bruh. And I would have said Sophie's mom, but I'm like, nah, I can't even do that, bro. Can't even do that. I got this idiot don't know the corruption going on in the company that he created. Say that. Um, just then you go about snitching on on your your oh, surrogate daughter. Dad, bro. Would be real cool with you know you're supposed to be playing the cool dad mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. Suspender. And after all the bullshit that you find out with the corruption. Mm-mm. Bring, bring. Yep. Hey, um, <laughs> I would never question your integrity. And like, bitch, you suspended me, my nigga. Like, what? <laughs> what? 
Yes, because of my integrity, motherfucker. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, Jacob, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You in the lion's den now. Yeah, fuck him, bro. He's he's <laughs> shitty. It's like he keeps... Okay, even if we're going to believe that everything they're saying is true, like he didn't know anything about the corruption. Well, you keep letting shit happen to you. You let some other motherfucker tell you, hey, I found your daughter's bones. You let some right, nigga tell you, right. oh, that's not your daughter you heard. My son, even if I don't care if this nigga can oh. make himself sound like me, you, I'm going to turn this fucking house upside down until I find my fucking daughter. You Bro, let... Oh, man. He's a, he's a bitch, man. But he, man. Fuck Jacob. He's horrible. And you're just so convinced that... The young boy at the time who was Mouse when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Was so incredible at voice acting. And Wait a minute. Him. Ain't Mouse like, real name Jonathan? Yes. Oh, he studied the art of mimicry. No, bitch. I'm flipping tables, chairs, sofa. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, look. The qualification that I got was from this house. Oh, Lord, man. Um... What is what is Scarecrow's name? Jonathan Crane. What is Mouse's real name? Uh, Johnny Cartwright. Jonathan is Johnny short for Jonathan? Yes. So wait he, a fucking minute. Yeah, he might be the Mad Hatter. He might be the he might be the Mad Hatter. Mm. Mm, he he might be. I don't know. Bruh, fuck this shit. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you rating this shit? Cause this is, I, as, as, I got, I talk shit, but it's good shit too. I just, I, yeah, I mean, this is some good stuff. All, yeah. all shows have this, right? Mm-hmm. Like even one of my favorite shows, This Is Us. Oh, don't spoil it, but go it's ahead. Got some, it's got some bullshit going on, but at the same time, it's like, fam, like. Whoever the writers, I want to meet the writers of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, y'all do a pretty good job, but yeah. What, what were you saying though? No, I, I, um, I'm with you. This is, I'm, I think the show is getting better. Not that it was terrible, but I think it's getting better. I don't, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because we keep having fucking hiatuses or what, but I did enjoy this episode, despite all the shit. Um, which how many bats you rating this uh this shit? Seven. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna follow suit. I'm gonna give it a solid seven too. Yeah. Okay. Seven, seven bats. Goddamn it! You ain't question my integrity, but nigga. Mm-hmm. It just for nothing else but get me riled up. I'm even the shit I didn't like. I'm still like. Man, but it's they doing something. I'm hoping it carries over all the way to the end. Don't don't have they, a dip they, in quality. The way that you set that up with the fear toxin, mm-hmm. like dog, you got nine more episodes. Just keep it right here. Yeah, the sweet spot. Right. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Woo, man! This is this has been some shit. I'm re- I'm excited for next episode just for the fear toxin. For Kate, uh, considering telling Mary about Batwoman, and if we're gonna see uh, Southern, Southern Black, Mo- okay, 
if they live in Gotham, why did she bring a suitcase over to that girl's house? And then why did you... This is very odd. I don't know. Whatever. But you, tell these folks where they can find you online and support your, your <laughs> other shows and your other your other projects and whatnot. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. You can follow um, at the Social Introvert Podcast on Instagram as well. Um, I have a podcast, of course, called The Social Introvert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drop every Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm available on everywhere that you can find podcasts. Yes, yes. Check yes. me out. Indeed, indeed. And of course, you can find me, Carefree Blurred, on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd, everywhere else. If you're listening to this episode, clearly you're in the feed. Check the shows in front of and behind this one. All of Sid Davis's links will be in the show notes as usual. So go ahead and follow him on social media and listen to the show. Uh, retweet. Tell him how you feel. And answer some of his questions or whatever. Um, shit, y'all. We back in this thing, apparently, at least for the next two weeks, goddammit. Um, so, I don't know. Until next time, stay carefree. Stay nerdy. If you black, man... <sighs> And you live in Gotham. I don't know, man. Best of luck to you, man. I don't know. All right. I think it's a two-way street. I feel like if, if it were not, she probably wouldn't be so concerned about, like, you know, not only just Kate's safety, but I feel like there just wouldn't even be an issue at all. She'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm married now. Bye. But instead, it's just kind of like, I mean, if you saw in, in the pilot, like, she definitely was just kind of like, she felt remorseful for having had this husband when this is like the love of her life so I think she's trying to figure it out. It's actually been a lot of fun working with Ruby because the really cool thing with she and I is the chemistry was just very like it was very organic and one thing that we're trying to do is we want to just be very authentic with how we're even portraying it on television and so I mean you never really know when you book the jobs right like you're just like okay all right I hope we'll I hope we'll connect when we get on there and like it's been honestly so seamless it's been really really fun it's exciting that we have Batwoman you know the first lead superhero lesbian on television and for Sophie specifically it's kind of cool because they're trying to figure out you know you know what exactly is her sexuality what does she want to do with Kate and so there's been a lot of people that are just really 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 rooting for her to come back and be with Kate and um, it's actually kind of exciting to see that they're excited and very eager to see what my story will be with that it's really exciting to be a part of a network that's doing that type of stuff the fact that they're championing that um, that diversity and inclusivity and making sure that everybody's represented on television like it's it's honestly been an honor to be a part of it so it's a great thing.